Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. It's Big Dumb Inquiries. Let me get my co-host up in this bitch. We have an exciting uh, uh, product of content. Of uh, This is a great example of fine uh, broadcasting that we have coming up here. So let me bring my boy Shane in. What's going on, brother? How's it going, man? Can you hear me now? Oh, you sound great, buddy. You sound great. I'm glad you could you could make it. I had updates on my computer. You remember the first time when I first got this microphone and I had issues where I wasn't getting either sound or I wasn't getting the microphone to work and it was vice versa. I had an update, so it changed the levels again. So I had to reset them both to the same and now I'm good to go. But at least I know how to do it this time. Yeah, there you go. You, yeah, it, podcasting's uh, it, it just it's what happens. You got to just figure shit out. Uh, my computer updated. I guess our power went out the other day and uh, it turned off and when I turned it back on just now, it updated. So God knows what's happened. Um, but and then, uh, Shane, you want to bring our, uh, I'll, you want to introduce our guests? I'll bring them right in here. Well, this guest, let's see, I've had him on my show once, uh, had a pretty good conversation, so without further ado, he goes by the alias Cosmic Marauder. Welcome to the show, bro. What's going on? Hey, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? How's everybody doing in the chat? Oh, dude, we're good. We're good, man. Uh, I guess some some of your people, these are people uh, new to me, I think, for the most part, that were just here. We got some trolls in the chat. Yeah, dude. Well, they might be your trolls. You might have brought them. So that's perfect. I have a legion of trolls. Oh, dude, I wish, dude. I wish I had a legion of trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Cosmic Marauder, man, um, I've, I've... the reason I, I don't I ask what to call you is because uh, I I know we're in a Twitter group together, uh, a Twitter group chat, and I've seen your name is different on there. And then when I go to your shows, like you, you got a lot. Basically, I'm saying you got a lot going on. So for those of us who uh, and the listeners who don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're working on, man. Yeah, so I am the Cosmic Marauder. I host American Unhinged Radio, which is more of a kind of like a free form kind of. It could be conspiracies, it could be current events, alternative news, some things I just get really excited about. I have a vlog channel, which is called Light of Enchantment Vlog Company, which is just local New Mexico stuff with me on my phone and try to get good sound quality, figure out those kind of streams. And I do have a new podcast that I'm, you know, trying to get off the ground called Wild West Weekly True Crime News in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I have three episodes up. There's been a lot of shit going on in Albuquerque. I don't know if you guys know, but... Well, dude, that's... I mean, I, I forgot you were in New Mexico. I think one time we talked and you had mentioned that, but uh, I, I was going to say that you've been following those uh, those uh, the, the string of crimes going on in Albuquerque, and I think ever since Breaking Bad, Albuquerque has just... It's been put on the map, and uh, shit's getting wild there. I can't... I, I want to ask you about that here later. 
<laughs> for sure. I got a lot to say about that. I meant to go, I was going to go make a video where I just yelled at the statues for 45 seconds. And they just put <laughs> up of Jesse Pinkman and Walter White. They literally had them out here and they had a whole ceremony. So I'd love to talk about that. Wait, so there's <laughs> statues of Walter White and Jesse in New Mexico, like marble statues in like the city, the, like downtown bronze and they're at the Albuquerque convention center inside. I thought they were outside, but the convention center has to be open for you to get to it. But they had a whole red carpet lineup because Netflix studios is massive out here. Mm-hmm. We're the next kind of pseudo Hollywood that's popping up on the map, which also means there's a lot of weird shit happening right now. Absolutely. I mean, the bronze statue isn't that far off and weird. They did leave that Rocky one up in Philadelphia for a long ass time. Well, Rocky's, awesome right <laughs> hey man but he's not a criminal or was he a criminal hey they're trying to blur those lines but that's like a whole other conversation man so people don't know <laughs> who's good and bad anymore that's true dude i like what i like what you said about the new hollywood because it's uh i'm in amarillo so we should we're probably pretty close to each other we should probably get together yeah, sometime and hang out hell yeah uh go go see some ancient uh indian sites or sorry native sites and whatnot dulce like, man dulce new mexico is kind of uh might be equidistant almost okay cool um but i was gonna say in michigan all by my lonesome yeah you freeze your ass <laughs> off up there you, you gotta get out of michigan brother you canadian bastard <laughs> i mean i love cold though so if i'm going anywhere i'm going north to alaska so i'll just be farther away from you guys <laughs> but it's interesting Alaska's- that you said that you know albuquerque's the new hollywood because uh it's it's kind of moving here to amarillo as well there's a lot of um, and it's in Atlanta as well. A lot of uh, cities around the country uh, are for tax credits, like in Georgia and in Texas and in New Mexico. Those states give these production companies a big tax break for operating in the state. So, Speaking of that, they had one in Michigan. They spent all this crazy-ass money to build this giant studio. It was uh, the one they filmed the newer like Wizard of Oz at, if you guys know what movie I'm talking about. It's like the one with, like I think, Mila Kunis and like James Franco. Oh, dude. This Wizard I, of Oz movie? What? This was like, this yeah. is like, you're talking like eight years ago, dude. I was in high school and I got super blazed and went and saw that movie at like a studio movie grill with my girlfriend. Don't, and I was drunk too. Don't remember it at all. Uh, I remember it was shitty and then I had some like chicken tenders. Um, that's all <laughs> dude, I remember. If, if it says how old this place is and how bad it flopped, like, when I went there, I got to do a tour of it in high school because I was in a film class, and they had the Iron Man two set, Iron Man two or three set, like set up there that we got to like see while we were there. So like they had all these like big high hopes for it, but even when we went there for like a tour, bro, it was fucking vacant, and I haven't heard of any other movie productions taking place there. And like, just I can't even explain the size of this place. It's like building, multiple air hangers that they'd no, set up. Like that's studios, what they're doing here. They have these. They're like the. They look like bubbles. And they're essentially just like 360 green screens with like the LED, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how basically like how they filmed Mandalorian. That's what they're building out here is the, these weird little blobs. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. They had one of those doing. in there, too. I've never seen a bigger green screen in my entire life. It was like, I don't know, like half, maybe half quarter of a football stadium size, just solid room green screen, like all the way around. And the floor was green screen, too. Man, I'm sure you guys hear about these like OnlyFans studios where just like there's just, you know, a dozen or two dozen chicks just all lighted with ring lights. Like that's going to be Netflix in Hollywood Wait, in five years if we're not there already. Well, that's you essentially described podcasting. Uh, <laughs> it depends on what kind of a. But I didn't know I, that's new information. The new information here with the uh, OnlyFans studios. That's that's a, honestly not a bad business idea. You rent, you charge rent to these hoes. 
And oh, it's basically uh, an open secret. It's basically open secret. Uh, Top G Andrew Tate has a lot to say on the subject. I don't know if you know about that guy that's going viral in the Manosphere. But dude, I don't he, like that. Isn't that, isn't so that almost weird. like legal pimping at that point? Because somebody's paying you to do sex acts in an area, and then they're paying you for the fact that they are able to but use But they're going to do it anyway, though, right? But I'm saying it's almost like legal pimping in a way, you know? <laughs> but what's this is where it gets, like, really fishy, right? Politically or, like, I mean, just morally. It's like, are you libertarian? Like, is this going to be okay? Or is this, like, kind of grotesque? Which I'm not in favor of it, but at the same time, it's like how it is a moral kind of a quandary at Catch-22. Yeah, let them do what they want. Yeah, just, you know, we have to, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't trust that Andrew Tate guy. He kind of creeps me out. He's hilarious. He's I like just want to see him fight Jake Paul. He's like That's a knockoff, he's like a knockoff pit bull, you know. <laughs> oh. I mean, I no, haven't, I, I haven't done I enough. I can't see that. I haven't done enough info, uh, research on the guy, but I, you're, he's been <laughs> popping up in my feeds. I'm like, this guy's kind of an asshole. But Dude, he pops up hilarious. on conspiracy feeds because he does say some solid stuff once in a while, but then it's like it gets over flooded with all like the ignorant shit he says. I you believe know? it was on Infowars like a month or two ago. Oh shit, dude! I've been now that I'm back at work, I'm I'm listening to Infowars <laughs> live stream <laughs> all day. <laughs> so, well, gentlemen, um, any other news going on? Uh, any in your life? Uh, you know, we'll get to the news here in a minute when we play our clips. But anything else going on? Uh, with you guys, everything good? Uh. Yeah, you well, said you I would an- like to point out to the listeners that this is your second show now coming back after getting married. So congratulations on that for uh-huh. anybody that hadn't heard on the other feeds. Thank you. Thank That's you. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Uh, as Matt said the other night, <laughs> he said, you're looking a little heavy there. Kyle. I said, what do you mean? He said, you got a wife to hold you down now. And I was like, yeah, that's a good one. That's a dad joke, though. I Ghost. Speaking of that, Ghost, be right before the show, he called me and he said something along the lines of, like you're you're a bigger man now, so you're gonna need more to like jack off or something along those lines. I don't know. He, he always talks shit every time he knows oh I'm about to go on a show with you. Usually, it's referring to your mom, but you know. Oh, he's talking about my mom. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna talk but to not Ghost this time. It was gonna, about the wedding. I'm gonna talk to Ghost this Friday, and he I, we haven't talked in a while, so I'm sure he's gonna ask me how my mom is and all that stuff. So, anyway, speaking of that, I was telling him before the show oh we got to get him on PDI soon too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. Speaking of that, I told him your mom was up to. God damn it, guys. Um, in, inside baseball here, I guess. So, um, Cosmic Marauder, any, anything else going on? But I'm, I'm excited about this new show you got coming on, the the uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico crime stuff. I'm excited about that. But any, how's life? Everything good? Everything well? Yeah, man. You know, just got the old, you know, 40-hour-a-week job, just chilling out at home, working on some podcasts. Nothing too crazy going on here, just trying to – you know, gear up for this season because it seems to be this is like a good podcasting season. Everybody's gearing up for big episodes already. So cool. I'm looking forward to develop s- some new content. Excellent, dude. Excellent. Well, um, this will be a fun one for sure. Um, Shane, anything else going on before we move on to the clips? And, and who, who should go first tonight? Um, Let's see. I don't even remember who went last time, but I guess while we're talking about new shows, I just want to give a shout out in the beginning of the show. Um, Ghost and I are starting up a new show called Bizarre Encounters that's starting up in September, and it's going to be all about aliens, cryptids, um, supernatural, paranormal, just pretty much anything that's a bizarre encounter, essentially. So just a little heads up for anybody that's interested in that to come and check it out. Uh, We already have the Instagram and all that shit set up, so come follow it. And the first episode will be coming out in the beginning of September. Cool, perfect. I'm excited for that one. I wish I had uh, some paranormal experiences. I don't. Um, hey, you can always hop on as you know the forever guest host. 
Oh, I'm, guest host. I'm always the, I'm everybody's forever guest host. You need someone, I'm there. I'll be there. Um, so anyway, uh, what, where should we start tonight, gentlemen? Um, my clip's more of a follow-up to a, a clip from a previous show. Um, so I don't know, do we want to start with that? Um, I mean, we can start with my clip if you want, and then we okay. can end on that one. Yeah, let's do yours first then. Uh, and then we always guess sandwich it as everybody who's a regular listener knows. Yes. So what, which one should I play first? There's two. <clears throat> All right. So let's see. I don't need, let's see. I, I guess I'll preface the clips first. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about is this push for artificial meat, first of all, and then second mm-hmm. of all, this push on eating bugs. So both the clips are just kind of showing how it's getting normalized within culture, but okay. I want your guys' opinions on it. But after right. watching I, Splits, I've got a, I've, I, I will take discretion in which one I play first. So let me share my screen with everybody. And uh, YouTube, we're using all this for um, uh, educational purposes, so please don't copyright strike us. Uh, but real quick in the <laughs> chat, um, <laughs> uh, this guy who says user has been banned for naughty words, that's the name oh, of Oh, I his. love that guy. Uh, he says simps are pay pigs. I thought it said gay pigs, so I'm glad he didn't say that. Um, I, I was like, is this guy from 4chan? Uh, simps are pay pigs. Yes, never simp. He's all right. Never simp. Watch what he says, though. Make sure you don't read some of his crazier things. I got you. That's fine. I appreciate it, though. And then Ben Woke in the chat, he has been a longtime listener of the Big Dumb Podcast and the B Reviews. Good to see you, Ben. Uh, he said, glad you're back. I'm glad to be back, brother. I'm glad you're here, Ben. It's been too long. So, all right, without further ado, I will share my screen here, and we will get going. Um, Shane, did you hear my, the music at the beginning? Did you see? Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, I was about to say. Okay, I was going to comment on it. I say, say, we're getting all professional on the live feed now. Sounds good, man. Yeah, so and then we, it makes it easier for now, we don't have to edit. We don't have to edit anything now. So, <laughs> all right, here's the clip. It says, title of this is, Bill Gates thinks we should start eating 100% synthetic beef. Here's the clip. Here we go. <clears throat> Bill Gates believes the wealthiest countries should switch to eating 100% synthetic beef in order to help combat climate change. Speaking to the MIT Technology Review magazine, he said that some governments would be constrained by their wealth. I don't think the poorest 80 countries will be eating synthetic beef. I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference, and the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time, added Mr. Gates. He noted one company, Memphis Meats, which actually makes synthetic meat at a cellular level to address this issue, but he said I don't think that technique of manufacturing synthetic beef will ever be economical. However, he added, companies such as Impossible and Beyond have a roadmap, a quality roadmap and a cost roadmap that makes them totally competitive. While these companies represent less than 1% of the world's meat supply, they're on their way, he added saying he could actually see a path to addressing the issue. All right. Shane, uh, <laughs> thank you for that I'll clip. I'll play the second clip on this one first I, before we get into it. But okay, the second I'm, clip, only play till the first two short clips are done, so it's maybe like 30 seconds oh, okay. altogether. But in the meantime, I am going to say uh, I'm going to put a veto uh, now from now on on robot-voiced videos. We, we can't be doing that. That is. Not- Dude, I was having so much trouble trying to find something about him talking about it because it was all it's in like hard. giant interviews where it was like an hour long, all this kind of shit. Like that was the only 
one I could find. It was either that or another one where you would have had to read it out loud. But I guess that's your opinion on which one you prefer doing. That's fine. <laughs> I just I can't do the robot voice, dude. It drives me nuts. Um, but good clip nonetheless, and b- we'll discuss it after this. Here we go. This is uh, Let Them Eat Bugs, Bill Gates, and it looks like there's a few other celebrities oh, I'm here I'm so as angry well. already. Uh, wait, hold it in, brother. Hold it in. You we'll just let him wait. go first. These are uh, grasshopper kebabs. Hardly encourage that you try one. Okay. I did it already. That's oh, my mother. That mm. So these are actual ants. These are black ants from China. Oh. <laughs> I am here to reveal. Okay. You can play this part too. That was the oh. other part I was going to say to play. And then after that, you can cut it off. Okay. Oh, crap. See, now, Shane, look what you did. Man. Look what you Nicole did. Nicole Kidman's interesting. Nicole Kidman. Yep, here she is. Oh. My hidden talent, eating microbe livestock, corn worms. They're still alive. Mm. I recommend them. I want to point out, too, that's for Vanity Fair. But, yeah, you can cut it off now. Okay. But, yeah, that, that was a Vanity Fair thing. <laughs> so I've seen that Nicole Kidman full like the longer Holy version shit. of that it's it's just her you know what i mean just her attitude about it like you could tell when she was doing that first bite with the chopsticks that she doesn't fuck, fucking eat bugs you know what i mean she was like fuck no and then she goes mm. <laughs> so good and then she turns her head and spits it out <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so um <laughs> oh god the chat's already getting wild oh <laughs> uh, okay i gotta let's get the audience in here real quick then we'll hear from cosmic marauder on his thoughts uh uh the user has been banned for naughty words says cow fat is tasty <laughs> too tasty to give up fat cows are super delicious yes true and then ben woke says fucking eat bugs holmes and he goes on from there. The shit is crazy. All right. Uh, take it away, Cosmic Marauder. Let's let's hear your thoughts on that. It's just, it, it's so absurd. It's always a primrose path, right? It always starts with something that's, like, kind of more acceptable. Like, maybe you could eat, like, cricket flour and make it keto and, like, throw it in your protein bars, right? You get that accepted for a couple of years. You get that to be, like, a little bit of a health trend. And then now you switch it up to, like, synthetic meat. Which Burger King and other fast food chains like McDonald's have rejected themselves. It doesn't pass taste tests. You're starting to see these companies drop it. But also at the same time, like, this is kind of a little spicy, but I got blocked by Sam Tripoli recently on Twitter. (laughs) I made a Twitter poll about him. I mean, it's kind of easy, apparently. I didn't realize that. I didn't see this poll. Can I pull this poll up? Um, probably it, it was just, uh, it was just making fun of him about his appearance on Rogan. Cause he messed up a lot of things and he seems to be kind of a false gatekeeper. But anywho, I remember listening to the Rogan podcast earlier today and they're talking about like synthetic tiger steaks being sold. And now there's like this designer companies where you could eat a piece of, of a celebrity. You could, like, Oh, pay, those, the fuck? yeah. They're yeah. charcuterie with celebrity DNA in it, and you could like buy it, ingest it, and it's completely acceptable. But I think that the pandemic really woke a lot of people up to this kind of um, dilemma, and they realized I'm not going to say too much too spicy about that, but we started to realize how some of these um, jabs were formulated. We started to understand the kind of technology needed to, I don't know, bring. I, I, you know, I think you guys know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, we experimented with some weird shit, and now we're starting to see it be mainstream through food products, and it's not flying over too well. 
as much as the mainstream media would like you to think it is. I'm just going to be straight up. I don't like the shape of them fake-ass burgers. They look fake. <laughs> Dude, I won't even eat one of them. I'm trying to get less of that fake shit out of my body. I That's want... what I'm saying. Even Taco yeah. Bell denied that shit. They were trying that in the tacos, the Beyond Meat, for a minute. And uh, it only lasted maybe like a month or two. Mexicans don't play that shit. We don't play (laughs) that shit out here, bro. You will not find a true vegan or vegetarian in a 100% Mexican household, no matter the age. I promise you. I mean, just my opinion on it, and people can say what they want with it, but being a vegan or vegetarian isn't necessarily like healthy for your body. Like you're supposed to ingest meat because we're omnivores, like at the root of it. But bugs, guys, are real meat. That's the root of the issue here. Is that bugs I mean, are lobsters re- are bugs? Dude, I mean, oh, are they going to give everybody lobster? Well, think about it. It's interesting. Um, so I when I toured, I took a tour in Scotland several years ago at one of the castles, and then in like the dungeon, it you know there's like you know kind of like a museum thing. Like, oh, here's what they were fed every day, and it was like two lobster tails, like a loaf of bread, <laughs> and like four beers. And I was like, that sounds great. That this yeah, is what prison, that. because they considered lobster. What I eat on the daily. They considered lobster to be fucking, you know, bottom feeders, bugs. They were literally like they're giant sea beetles. And but that's the English for you, you know? No, but it, it flip flop. This was like, like hundreds, and hundreds but like it, they, they turned it into a delicacy through marketing. Like that's all it is. And so it's you know, right now bugs are considered a delicacy. And at some point it'll get turn you know it'll go the other way it's it's fascinating how um i i, I don't know man i think they Do you think wa- they're gonna try to make people grossed out of like normal meat and that's like the process they're starting to build up no, there's it already seem like bugs are cleaner than dude, there's, normal meat i don't think they'll make they'll make it like a grossed out thing because like you know yeah if you think about it meat is gross right like if you sit stare at a raw steak long enough you'll be like oh that's kind of weird or if you see something get butchered you're like oh you know what i mean like when I gutted that deer, I was like, "This is actually kind of gross, but beautiful at the same time, right?" Um, but I'm just saying the the propaganda for that's already we're already seeing that, and what they're doing now is they're um, what they'll do is they'll they'll say that oh it's not necessarily gross, but you're a gross person because you don't care about the climate. Like that's what it's right. going to be all about. And I've right. heard reports from people who grow like mealworms for like you know. F- uh, pet food and stuff like that for bird feed and stuff. <laughs> worm and they, farm? Yeah, like a worm farm. And they say okay, it's not any if you if you were to like take that biomass that what's what we have with cows like comparatively, that it'd be much worse for the environment to farm the insects than it is to actually farm the cows. So I think it's just a control thing, dude. Yeah. I mean regardless, animals are gonna live whether or not like of, of course there's not gonna be like the mass producing like farms chickens all things like that but like there's still animals in the world you're never going to eliminate all animals so this whole idea of like let's eliminate all of this to make it so that there's less of a carbon footprint like it doesn't really make any sense because again if people aren't hunting and eating meat think about how much higher the animal population might go up even just naturally like deers and shit like that when you know we have more trees there's more trees now on the planet than at any time like in human history yeah because people have been planting those fucking trees dude I'm just Have you ever seen that guy that's in, uh, I think, like, Indonesia, and he planted, like, a couple trees a day, and he now has, like, a forest, and he's, like, in his 80s? <laughs> yeah, dude, awesome. they have, they now have, like, uh, they have, like, refitted, like, uh, bomber planes that can drop, like, millions and billions of seeds over, like, burn areas or, like, deforested places. I mean, I, I want to ask you guys a question. 
do you guys think that we've hit kind of like a peak in this like you know fake vegetarianism bullshit now we're going to start to see like kind of like a decline where maybe people are going to like I feel like this is like a done argument. I feel like this is like the one last thing they're hanging on to. They're going to tie it back to climate change, as Shane said, I think earlier, to make it like a last gasp. But I think a lot of this shit's being proven to be misguided, you know, at best. Mm. Well, I will say, dude, I think a lot of people are kind of, I don't think that the shit works that much anymore. I think there's probably a small minority I'd say maybe 30% of the population that still buys into all this crap. And there was probably 30% before that didn't. And it's that fight for that middle part. You know what I mean? Um, And I think a lot of the people in the middle, um, in that situation, not politically, but just in that middle area, um, are starting to lean towards the side of like, hey, we're being lied to. Something's not right. And, dude, just based on the amount of, uh, like, because I don't do TikTok. I do the Instagram reels. But the amount of, like, when I'm taking a shit, the amount of, uh, probably give me hemorrhoids. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I keep, I can go <laughs> all day. But the amount of reels I see about people, uh, and this could just be the algorithm. I don't know what y'all are seeing, but it's a lot of people waking up to the system, moving out of cities, building a homestead, raising their kids, uh, actually having kids, getting chickens, getting a garden going, all this stuff, this, you know, kind of... All of that's a simple thing, right? But the what the idea of that uh, encapsulates is people not being, not liking being told what to do, right? Or they're they're sick of the lies, they're sick of the system, and the system is breaking. So the good people are actually leaving the system. And I, I see a lot of it. I don't know if anyone in the chat or you guys see that all the time on your feed. It just could be my algorithm, but I notice it a lot, dude. Even in like meeting random people, I see a lot of people like at the farmer's market. Like I see more people at the farmer's market on a Saturday than I do at the grocery store on any given day. You know, I mean, it may be a matter of like an algorithm anyways, kind of like you were saying, where it like pushes like people to like places and same with like where you go. Of course, they're going to be like the homestead style people that are going to like farmer's markets versus like the grocery store anyways. Um, But I mean, going into some conspiratorial type shit, maybe it could be intentional because they want that divide to happen because like I've been saying forever, there's going to be like the people that live in smart cities that want to be controlled. And then there's going to be like the people on the outskirts, everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. That are like trying to live out in the country away from everybody. So it's kind of making that divide happen. And in between, let's call it the suburbs, right? So you'll have like the smart cities and then the suburbs and then that in between area of the suburbs and like everybody else, that'll be like Mad Max. Like that's the fun, the fun yeah. zone, right? That's where oh, you go no. when you want to have some fun. And that, but but it's peaceful everywhere else, right? Let's, I mean, that's just a fun scenario to think about. But just like purge style, that's crazy. That's <laughs> no, crazy not purge, not purge style. I mean, like Mad Max. Like you're trading bottle caps, like. It's that's where we'll end up. That's where the FEMA Pogs. camps will be. Yeah, I think that'll be what's on the outside, outside, and near the city will be like the. How do I explain it? Like people that are scared to live off the system, but they got like rejected from the system. So it'll be like the people that have money that are fully into it that are in the smart cities. The people that aspire to. You got to add the in slaves the in there though. There's slaves in the city working too. It's not just people who have money. I mean, true, we already true. we already see that. Even in Austin, well, Texas, dude, people are people are they're pe- the people that come into the city and do the work. <laughs> well, that's already happening, dude. I mean, the the uh, not and you, right now the outskirts are almost a luxury. But anyway, I'm just saying, like in Austin, Texas, the people that like work there in the city can't afford to live there, so they live like an hour away because it's just that's the nature of 
of supply and demand when it comes to you know where you want to live but um just imagine it more like hunger games mad max style where like the city itself would be like hunger Games style the suburbs would be like the people that are in the hunger games and then we'll be mad max out on the outside that's albuquerque guys (laughs) (laughs) we're already there shane we're already there we're right there you live near detroit you live near albuquerque i'm in the whole city of detroit's mad max bro i don't know what what you're saying dude that's what i'm saying Uh, we should we should do like a Man, it'd be great to do like a dual documentary, like both in one. And I'll just be and Albuquerque. Oh, and (laughs) I'll be in here in Amarillo, small town, just like looking around at all, like you know, just the normal. We need, we need RoboCop. Goddamn it! (laughs) Like, come on, actually, that's another monument. We're talking about monuments earlier with Rocky and all that shit. They actually had a RoboCop monument in Detroit for a while. Fuck yeah. you know, I don't know where the fuck favorite, it was at. I never saw it, it was based in it was not based it. It was based in Detroit, but it was filmed in Dallas. I was gonna say I know <laughs> there was one there, but I don't know exactly That's where it was, hilarious. and I'd never personally seen it. But Robocop. you know, it, it inspires the city. Did they actually film Breaking Bad in the area? In, in Al- dude, I've been to the house. Oh yeah, yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I've been. To, yeah, I've I, walked past these houses. I, I, the houses. problem is, they wanted a gritty, scary-looking city in the name, but they didn't want to actually film it there because they were scared of it. <laughs> oh, RoboCop. Yeah, but I've been to Albuquerque. I actually, when I, you know, I went skiing in Santa Fe, and we stopped in Albuquerque and went to the Breaking Bad house. And all the bushes are fake. All the grass is fake. Yeah. Um, Did you throw pizza on the like roof? We went. And, no, they said they that people throw pizzas there all the time. Like the neighbors <laughs> are pissed because people live in all those other houses. Yeah, it's not like gonna in, lie though. I probably show up dressed like Ned Flanders and do the and throw the pizza up on the roof and just leave abruptly. <laughs> but kind of what you gotta act out the scene to what we we were just talking about about like. The, the separations of societies, you know, two different societies in the same place, you know, same country. I found this, uh, I, I stopped listening to Tim cast like months, oh, yeah. months ago, but, um, I wanted to, he was the only one reporting on the Trump raid last night besides like Fox news. And so I, I watched his shit and then I listened uh, to it again today for, I guess last night's episode. And they had, he has good guests on sometimes. So, you know, I'm not knocking the guy, but, his guests are pretty good sometimes. Um, I guess I am knocking the guy. That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but there's, talking going there's on this, this episode. <laughs> there's this app that this guest had called Public Square, and it's literally like uh, you know how Tim Pool says, uh, you know, I'm tired of spending money at places for or giving money to people who hate me. You know what I mean? Like you know these woke places, these corporations, all this stuff. Like they literally hate you. And so there's this app called Public Square where you can like. Uh, businesses can get on there and like share their uh, uh their business and like in look you can meet up it's like a social thing too uh but the the businesses agree to this like thing to be on this app where it's like hey we don't care if you're jabbed or not jabbed we you know whatever it is. it's basically people who share values like okay everyone else hates you like you want to support people who don't hate you so i'm just plugging it a little bit there's nothing around me right now but it seems to be pretty cool so check it out it's called public All square right. Yeah, you're saying cool. it's an app that tells you like what the beliefs of a business is, so you know before you go there. Essentially, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> we need to make a conspiracy style one where it's like there's check boxes, and it's like pro Ukraine, pro Black Lives Matter, pro trans, pro this, pro vaccine, and then we just you know we make it look like it's an app for people to be like, yeah, let's go to this store, but realistically, it's for well, conspiracy theorists the, to know where not to go. The, the guy, the guy, the who made it, his point was. 
But that's essentially what Yelp is. Like Yelp gives free advertising to black-owned businesses and things like that. And you have to pay to be on Yelp and get good reviews. And so um, he was like, the institutions are already one way. You know what I mean? Like everyone knows that like, you know, if you... And so this app is kind of just a counter... It's basically, you know, we've heard for a long time about this whole parallel economies. This is it. This is the other parallel that's going on. So, you know... Mine as well. I don't know. Anyway, I'll plug it. Um, so, uh, what else? And the bugs. Anything else? I, I didn't go off as I should have, but it kind of led to a lot of things. I mean, I will not eat the bugs. I'm buying my Fucking own bugs. I'm buying my own <laughs> meat this year. Uh, not buying my own meat. Um, I'm I'm gonna get some deer, more deer this year. So I'll be set for meat once we uh once hunting season starts. Hopefully, not. You gotta get some green chili out here from next New Mexico to go with that. Oh, dude, they bring them in all the time. Do y'all have United uh, stores there? United grocery stores? No. It's like a Kroger or a Tom yeah, Thumb? Yeah, have Kroger. Okay, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. And they have, uh, during the summer or the fall, they have green chili, ro- like roasted green chilies oh, out yeah. front. You know, they have a big roaster, and you just buy them by the bag. Fucking okay, awesome. Okay, okay. Amarillo's legit. Hey, it's Amarillo, Amarillo, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so <laughs> we know how to do it here. That's All right. Awesome. So uh, I guess we'll go with uh, your clips now, Cosmic Marauder. Let me pull these up real quick. Oh, you guys want mine? Mine's extra spicy. Extra spicy. You want to uh, preface it or ask the question or whatever before we play the clip? Oh, yeah. The question is, I want to try to frame this the best I can, but do you believe that the elite repurpose sex trafficking victims and assert them in the media into the public eye, you know, from time to time to kind of like, I don't know if it's like subtle disclosure or to like wash themselves of it, but do you believe that happens? Okay. Do you mean like they make them a celebrity or do you mean like they just put them out? Make them a celebrity, they give them a role. Sometimes they make a whole fake news organization, make one person a spokesman, like the guy we're going to see in this next clip. And some people believe this guy is the missing Johnny Gosh. My biggest downloaded podcast is on the missing Johnny Gosh and the Franklin scandal. And it's where I posit that this was possibly the sex trafficking operation that Epstein or others may have inherited since then. But there's one gentleman named Lawrence King on Nebraska who used the Omaha Boys Network to traffic all kinds of weird happenings to Bohemian Grove, Washington, D.C. White House Cowboys is part of this. But oh, dude, we're definitely getting kicked off YouTube now. You said all the keywords there, brother. <laughs> hey, we're already talking about jabs earlier. So yeah. Yeah. No, it's perfect. No, I'm, I this love it, This is a dude. CNN clip on YouTube, but this is one oh, guy true, true. on there who's a talking head talking to this gentleman who a lot of people think is Johnny Gosh, and he's a basically White House reporter during the Bush administration, I believe. Bush number two? Bush number two? Yeah, yeah, number two. All right, here we go. Here's the clip. It's hilarious. I probably won't play the whole thing, so if I need to skip to a certain part or whatever, let me know. I can't tell, but just make sure you get like. Welcome the back, part. everyone, to the Deedle and Daniels show. This is a story. 20- oh, I remember this guy. I've seen his face before. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he is twenty-three. Is in the making. On our first show, we told you about a missing Iowa boy, Johnny Gosh. He was kidnapped back in nineteen eighty-two. 
His mother, Noreen, was here to tell her side of the story. You are obsessed with the story, I know. Today we have the man who may know what happened to little Johnny. Some claim that former White House reporter Jeff Gannon may actually be the missing boy. So right Jeff now, let's Gannon. take a look back at how the story got started. Johnny Gosh vanished from his West Des Moines, Iowa neighborhood without a trace. The newspaper delivery boy was on his morning route when he disappeared. One theory, the boy was kidnapped, sexually abused, sold into a child sex slavery ring, and brainwashed by the CIA. Some claim Gosh snatched <laughs> the government-sponsored mind and behavioral control program designed to create top-secret escorts. The story then picks up in 2005. The internet was a buzz with word that former White House reporter Jeff Gannon may in fact be Johnny Gosh. The claim, based on similar body markings and a lack of information about Gannon's early years. We have looked into uh, some records that came from Pennsylvania where uh, Mr. Gannon slash Guckert supposedly went to high school. Um, we've looked at photographs and, and some of them match, some of them don't. There's, uh, there's several photographs that, that look strikingly like Johnny Gosh and there are, there are some that don't even look like him at all. In February, Gannon was exposed. I don't see it. His name actually the James eyes. Guckert, a man with no journalism experience whatsoever who had links to Several gay escort services online. Ooh. And joining us right now from JV, Florida, the man at the center of the controversy. You're looking at him, former White House reporter Jeff Look Gannon, how watched our show and Bo's interview and wanted to come on and chat, and we appreciate that, sir. So, uh, Jeff, here's what Noreen Gosh said on our last show. Let's listen, and then I'm going to ask you to react. I do not know so if Gannon is Johnny or not. Only a DNA test would provide that information conclusively. Jeff, one question for you. Let's get right to the point. Are you willing to take a DNA test and settle the controversy once and for all? Yes Absol or no? Absolutely, I would definitely take a DNA test, but that isn't even necessary because there's so much evidence to uh, available to disprove these accusations. That's a yes, then. Well, you are, well he's saying he yes. Never took My friend test. Jeff is you know saying what? yes. As a lawyer, I can, I can, right. smell, I can smell a no, hit. No, 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 no. you so. got to understand something. My friend here, Jeff, who's come on our show today, didn't do anybody else's show, he's going to tell us the fact. Jeff, how old are you first off? I'm, I'm 48 years old. 48 years old. My man Johnny Gashi there would be 35 years old. Lisa, Why are the you numbers, avoiding the question? No, no, no. no. He just said, he just said, hey, Jeff, you said you would take a DNA. I could set this whole thing up, but let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. The point is, by giving a DNA sample, there could be opening up some other avenues of things that I kind of know that you possibly could be involved. And I don't knock it. I, again, if you want to go suck on a Johnny Pump or whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, you can do it in this world. But the point is, all we're here for, all we're here for is to show that my friend Jeff is not Johnny Gosh. Jeff? There are dozens of people who have known me most of my life that uh, could uh, definitely vouch for the fact that I am not this person. Look, what happened to this... this He's autistic, the, the dude. This is a mentally ill man. Is, ...is a tragedy, but it's also uh, been very difficult for, for me and my family, my real mother and, and, and members of my family who have had to uh, listen to these... There's a lot of lying going ...being spread... Uh, in newspapers, on television, and uh, on the internet. All right, That's so I'm going to ask you a question, not Bo. Jeff, are you willing to take a DNA test, yes or no? Yes uh, or no? 
Yes, when I cut my finger yesterday, there was plenty of DNA available. You should have stopped by. <laughs> what else you want, Lisa? Are the you man? his lawyer? No, excuse me. Excuse me. He's my friend. My friend Jeff down here. Jeff. He's my friend. On show my friend. He's no, my buddy. He's my all guy. All this conspiracy stuff on <laughs> blogs, <laughs> on all these internets. I'm all walking here. We're cutting to the chase. Conspiracy blogs on the blogs, I don't understand why, you know, and you said it to me over the phone. And you said that you feel sorry for Noreen. Uh, you feel sorry for her missing her son. And you wouldn't put a... Real quick though, I just want to. I mean, well, oh I don't. I, we can keep going a little bit, maybe, but I just wanted to point out: this is MSNBC from 2006. Yes. They were off the fucking wall, dude. News must have been. I didn't watch news in 2006. I was like, probably, I was like 10 years old, 12 years it was old. Awesome, dude. It this was is the awesome. bomb, dude. We should have like this is. I was 18. That's some entertainment right there. It was <laughs> nuts back then, dude. Bill O'Reilly, you had Glenn Beck, you had this guy's Rachel like. Maddow, I don't care if you want to suck a Johnny Pop. I mean, do what. Oh my god, dude! And they, this guy's clearly autistic. Uh, he clearly can't look at the camera. No, he's a plant. And and then, but look at the bot. I don't know if you can see. Let me move my mouse. Maybe it'll show. But at the what bottom, if they planted a double just you know, so that he could pop in there just for this interview, so that people could look at the pictures together and not think that's the same guy. But look at the bottom here. It says registered sex offenders, and it had a list of like right. each state, dude. So you know, so you know, the only reason why this got brought into play were because like. The liberals or so I don't know, some political faction just got like really amped up about this guy and this weird organization he was with. And then all this got brought up in the internet days. And then this had to happen. Like this was like some weird shit that people don't really know about that actually happened for a minute back on dude, cable news. That's crazy, dude. That's so I love it. Uh so okay, we'll get everyone else's thoughts. Let me get the chat real quick. Um, shout out, uh, Mars BTS, Mars Bars BTS recording. It's That's my best friend. Oh, dude, he sounds like a great guy. I'd love to see what Mars Bars BTS recording is. I, I want to know what that is. Uh, and then Ben Woke says, MK Ultra, what's with all the call boys in the White House? Says, uh, naughty words. Looks like a shill. Johnny Pomp, <laughs> you are not the father. Uh, I'm walking here. And then this is the comment I wanted to read. Isn't Brian Stelter about 35? <laughs> Holy uh, shit. That guy kind of looks like him, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we'll start with uh, whoever wants to go. Take it away. That was an interesting, interesting story. I had not heard this before. I mean, I definitely think it's it's plausible because I mean, they could even do something along the lines of like, say the kids are starting to get like dark and like suicidal, for example, or something like that, and they give them this like false promise of like, hey. If you just put up with it a little bit longer, we're going to put you in a good place and you just can't talk about any of these secrets. So that's another thing. They give yeah, you like, like a backup on it where when you age if out. they do get out, they're not going to talk about it because they got a reward for going through it. I do want to go ahead and elaborate on this further. So Paul Bonacci is the guy behind these allegations. There's this guy named Paul Bonacci who said he was there to basically kidnap and help kidnap Johnny Gosh that that early morning on a newspaper route. I think it was Ohio. I, I It's somewhere in the Midwest, but he said he was the one that helped him get kidnapped. And there's like hours of interviews online where he's being interrogated by law enforcement. And he's also a convicted sex offender. He's been convicted for sex trafficking. He might be out, of, out now, but he says that he worked for individuals tied to Bohemia Grove specifically. And he said that he saw kids getting murdered there and that he saw 
Johnny Gosh allegedly there one day, but also that he did not die there, that he kept popping up from time to time. And also showed up at Noreen Gosh's doorstep one time. Huh. A lot of crazy shit around this case. The Franklin scandal is super fascinating. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it before this clip today, but I guess, you know, 2006 news. <laughs> it's one of my best podcasts. You'll probably hear this clip in it, but check it out on my Buzzsprout or Spotify. Uh, Franklin Scandal Missing Johnny Gosh. I, I mean, tra- yeah. No, go ahead, Shane. I'm looking up this Jeff Gannon guy, like where he is today. I don't, so keep going. I'm trying to find some more information. Oh, I was just going to ask, is there any other, like, accused plants that we know of that well, you know people have made a connection from well, somebody that's been kidnapped to somebody that looks very similar now when he was prefacing like this? this clip yeah i i what came to mind when you before we watched the clip but when we were talking about it before it came to mind like uh nickelodeon right like what a lot of right. those child disney all those child stars oh we're definitely getting taken off youtube now because i said disney um <laughs> but <laughs> Drop uh, the word groomer too with it yeah that, that just oh. put a nail on the coffin damn it shane all right See you guys. We're out. Uh, but no, I'm so keep. I mean that that's just what came to mind um, when it was uh, when you when we prefaced it is because a lot of those kids they end up you know being in some sort of well not a lot of them but some of them do come out of that. I mean I remember one time I went to a, like a child modeling Nickelodeon cattle call. You know what I mean? Like my mom and my aunt took me and my cousin to this thing and it was literally like are you a cute enough kid to be on <laughs> one of these shows or like a model or whatever clearly i didn't make the cut um so we got we got to see you naked just to understand like how you're built to make sure you look good in wardrobe um this is disney this is also nickelodeon so whatever seems to work the best will push you in that direction <laughs> right yeah this is the the main point i want to drive home about this is like we kind of think epstein popped out of nowhere right but we know that's not the case. And so why why did the boy trafficking go underground and now it's just all these models that Epstein has had for the last 20 years? When obviously the White House Cowboys is a real thing. The Franklin scandal is a real thing. I think that Epstein inherited this operation. There's probably a lot of smoke and mirrors going on right now. I mean, it could be partly one of those things too where they uh, like let one piece of information go to take the eye off of like what they're actually doing so they're like all right yeah sorry epstein we're gonna put you through this and then we're gonna sneak you out when you go to prison because the dude might still be fucking alive somewhere and they need to have somebody to fall so that they can you know all eyes are over here while they're doing other shit over here that's that's what exactly is more than anything that's what i think too especially considering you still don't know any of the fucking names that are in the black book i mean we know the names (laughs) yeah you know what i mean (laughs) We can make accusations of the names, but, like, we don't know for sure, and we're never going to get it released, you know? Yeah. Like, a very select few people actually know. And we'll never, exactly people will never know Robert Maxwell. People will never understand Robert Maxwell. They'll just go their whole lives thinking Glenn Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, right? They'll just live their whole lives thinking about that, and they'll never even Google search Robert Maxwell. I mean, that all makes to keep the eye sense. off of them, too. I'm just saying Robert Maxwell was the biggest tabloid publisher out of Great Britain. He was probably a quadruple agent. His daughter obviously is into some weird shit. We think Epstein is some kind of grand mastermind, but he didn't have near the money that Maxwell had or Mossad or 
whatever. I mean, I think he was just had a little bit of power and then he got egotistical with it because he used to always do that. uh, Well, you hear it in like interviews with the girls that he said, where he's like, "I'll, I'll make you disappear. Like I'll do whatever I want because I have all these ties and I can do this. I think he was one of those people that was kind of just basic entry level and he thought that he had all this power and well, realistically I mean, all the big elites were kind of laughing at him and maybe because of the fact that he was so like, I'll get you in trouble. I'll do this. I do that. They saw him as a loose end. So yeah, he, he was wasn't like, that smart. He was, he was just here. manipulative and a psychopath. He's like a douchey end. restaurant yeah. manager, dude. Have you ever like worked at 100%. one of the douchey restaurant manager, hits on all the girls, uh, yeah. hits on all the guys. I mean, just a weird, just a fucking scum scumbag but think about think about this with that kind of image right if you if you're a guy who has a lot of dirt on people you can call in a lot of favors even though you might not be pulling the strings you you might think you have more power than you actually do because you can call in those favors you might not be the guy picking up the phone it might be just lane going hey take this person out get rid of this one meanwhile there you know epstein himself is thinking oh i'm gonna call Billy boy or whoever to come take care of you. Cause I, I have dirt on him. You know what I mean? So it, it's not that he didn't have power. Cause I, I think he did in his mind, you know, based on just the, the situation he was in. Um, but he might not have, I don't think he was the one pulling all the strings of yeah. who to invite to the Island, who to, you know, who to compromise all that stuff. But if you're the guy who does all that, then you're going to, then you got to at least think in your mind, Oh, I have dirt on the, all these people. They owe me one. You know what I mean? Maybe Forever. That 100%. was the problem. Maybe they wanted to get him out of there, and they actually did kill him in prison because he was doing the whole like I have power thing, and they want somebody who may have that power but is fucking silent about it because they all right. want to be discreet. And this guy's like, I got black belt. I got black belt. They're like, all right, fuck this guy. Get rid of him. Bring the next one in that's going to take the position. He just ran out of protection. Ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's obvious. It's like it's obvious he ran out. Yeah, for sure. And I think today is actually the anniversary of that. Holy shit. Yeah, of him of him uh killing himself in prison. Uh I think That's today amazing. is the anniversary. That it came up in topic then. <laughs> Dude, That's synchronicity. Awesome. The universe is a strange place. Um so any anything else on this guys before we move on? This is a fascinating topic. I'll definitely check out your episode on it. Um, no, we're yeah, that's it for me. Interesting stuff, though. I would, but this kind of, I think the main question, one of the main questions you brought up was, do they place people who uh, are go missing or are dead in other situations? And I think yes, that's entirely possible because I mean that's where the whole Bill Hicks, Alex Jones conspiracy comes in. It's like, <laughs> but what I think it is is that the the human genome or history or whatever there's a lot of templates right there's a lot of templates it's like when you uh play uh like a role-playing game like skyrim or something you have a lot of templates to choose from and then you can adjust features from there but like even on grand theft auto uh, uh, skyrim any of these games if you put all the players who have ever played that game together in one room i bet you'd have multiple people who look exactly the same even though it's like kind of a free free choose uh your character and I think that's where you see those uh, old pictures of like a guy who looks exactly like uh, I don't know Tom Cruise, and it's a guy today, right? Like they do the side by side. Have you seen those photos like from the 1800s where they t- take a guy and be, and it's like a exact <laughs> yeah. replica of someone today? I think there's Connecting just templates with that in this too. What if it's like a theoretical clone situation where the ones that look like people that have been in history could be because if they're testing out things and they have DNA from you know this random person they dug up, they clone them and then they can control that person as a celebrity because it's usually like celebrity faces that you see, not like oh, here's my cousin and then this picture that looks like him. And oh, then going yeah. into what we're saying about this shit, 
like theoretically, if these cloning facilities do exist, what if they have a kid that they enjoy, they make copies of this kid and they use one of those copies to be this other person. And that's why, you know, that person's like, I have no recollection of this. I had parents. I grew up because maybe he did, but he was placed because he was a clone of somebody that they enjoyed their features of or whatever. <laughs> that dude, it's entirely possible. Um, but if you, so just going off what you said about the cloning thing, if the elites were into, you know, this, the, the child sex trafficking, all this stuff, I'm assuming they are right. Um, wouldn't if they had this cloning technology, couldn't they just clone people and like, you know, test two babies and then maybe people wouldn't like I'm not agreeing with it. But like maybe that if they really wanted to do it that bad with his little moral obligation or uh, moral, uh, you know, whatever, like uh, as possible, like as little like blowback as possible. Couldn't they just breed clones uh, like as kind of like sex robots at this point like or do they what does it they have to be the a taboo of it that's of where i think taking the, a kid well i think well, that's where is... the spiritual aspect comes in is like they, it's all about the fear and the soul and the you know the the uh i guess i guess fear of of it uh but where is a clone like killing a person in vr versus killing somebody in real life you know it's like oh, it's the same feel, situation oh. but one of them is like a hollow shell oh and i that love maybe killing takes the people enjoyment out of it for in, these elite type people dude vr dude. murder is awesome i love it <laughs> Epstein was accused of just what you're talking about. Yeah. Of all this test tube genetic shit out here in New Mexico. It's 50 minutes away. You know, it's up for sale. He inherited it or got it for a deal from a former land commission named Gary King. But, I mean, there's lots of, like, the joke is that New Mexico is a giant military base. And I'll end it on that. Well, we'll have to talk more about that. So, well, okay. So, uh, great stuff. I like that a lot. We got into some good stuff there. Ben woke in the chat says that was like, you know, he, he was all about it. So, um, nice. real quick, we'll go to my clip. It's actually on Instagram. So let me, uh, it's on my story, but let me pull up the actual, uh, video. Here it is. Uh, my buddy Ron from new England posted this. I believe, oh, it might have just been on his story. So I'll have to probably go to my story to, to play it. Let me share my screen. Oh, sorry, guys. I well, literally... we have a second, though. Ben Woke would says, would you kill a man for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Honestly. How about a Choco Taco? Yeah, I've never been a fan of Klondike, bar, Klondike bars. Never been a fan. Oh, I love those. All right. So shout out to Ron. I don't know if he's the original poster, but that's where I saw it from. Um how do I go to my story on desktop? Uh, like this? You got to scroll and click it on the top. There. Okay, here it is. <laughs> C post. Okay, here we go. I've got formula in the back of my truck. And I'm fixing to show you what the fuck they're doing with it. Y'all, that's pallets of baby formula. They're dumping them. That's what they're doing with them. There's pallets. Upon pallets. I wondered why they had it stored outside. For those just baby listening, formula. there's literally pallets of baby formula and they're people on tractors and forklifts uh, dumping them into piles. Try not to be seen. Well, scarcely they're breaking them down off the pallets. Watch your fixing. 
Okay, so that's pretty much it. Uh, and as I said, this is a follow-up to chain to one of your clips from uh, several episodes ago where you were talking about the formula shortage when it was in the news, when everything was going on. And you, you told us what you thought about it then. And I guess I should have prefaced my, the clip before I played it. I wanted to say, uh, why, <laughs> how badly do they want us dead? Because this is literally like a direct attack on human life. Um, and like I said, also population control, because people are thinking twice about having a kid if they don't, they can't get formula, you know? And a lot of people don't want to breastfeed because that's been, I don't know, it's just kind of like a weird thing in society. It's you been know? taboo, dude. But hey, I'm seeing more and more every day, them titties popping out, popping into, you know, little That's because they're forcing it. You know, there's no choice. Oh, no, now. no, you know, it's by, it's, it's, it's women. They're popping it. I don't think it's forced. No, I mean, of, of course, if you can't get baby formula. Uh, but the re a lot of people who do get baby formula actually can't breastfeed. Like they they have problems yeah. with it, or their baby's growing too fast. I mean, there's a lot where you even have to supplement with formula. But I'm just saying, uh, from what I've noticed uh, in my experience, that a lot of mothers are just all about it. They 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 whip them titties out when it's time to eat, and the, those little babies go to town. So I'm all about it. Uh, I have no problem with it. Um, unfortunately I was not breastfed. I kind of wish I was, I probably would be, uh, bigger and stronger, but I don't know. I'm, I turned out okay. Um, but what are your thoughts on, uh, Cosmic Marauder? I want to hear your thoughts on this clip because it does tie back a month or so ago, a couple months ago to that, uh, baby formula shortage. They mentioned they were shipping it also to the border. Diaper. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they had the diaper and the tampon thing. And I connected all of that well, to, uh, I've, like an attack on families. We just started, uh, experiencing the tampon shortage. My wife tried to go buy tampons. She went to three stores and could not find any. She had to end up getting pads. And then I said, just order a bunch, order a case from Walmart and, you know, get them shipped here. But uh, so we're seeing, you're right, we're seeing a lot of these products that are essential to quote-unquote family health, uh, women's health, whatever it is, uh, you know, in scarcity. So, uh, Marauder, what are your thoughts, brother? Yeah, so I, it's really funny because I was listening to a podcast earlier earlier today where the first time we really, like, started to stockpile grains and shit and... Um, Which podcast is this, if you don't mind me asking? Dude, I can't remember. It might have been Rogan with Sam Tripoli or with somebody else. It could have been Lex Friedman with mm -hmm. um, somebody today or re just recently. Andrew Bustamante. Okay. About, like, dumping grain, like, right after the Great Depression. About how, like, we've always had a stockpile of grain ever since then. And that's, like, been a government plan. So we have all these crops. We have all this product that, like... We have quotas to make. We subsidize them. We permanently employ, you know, or I don't, I mean, basically pillage or enslave farmers. But you see in America, only in America do we like just burn corn or just dump vegetables or destroy baby formula. And this is kind of like a reverse of that, whatever was going on when they're trying to, Increased production, all of this. It's like they know we're in a depression and they don't want to admit it. They're doing everything that suggests that we're in a recession, we're in a serious depression. I mean, we're burning all of our own products or destroying it and buying it from elsewhere and importing it like we're in debt to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I'm a couple beers deep. A couple of bowls deep. You're good, bro. No, you're. What you're, do you guys think? Uh, so I, I like what you said, though. It's there. It's almost like a forced uh, kind of uh, illusion of a depression, and it kind of reminds me of 1984, where 
um, you know, the qu- the quotas were always accurate, whether they were uh, actually fulfilled or not, right? It's like, oh, they yes. manufactured this many boots today. And then if the boots didn't show up, then they changed the original article that says we manufactured this many boots today and it's more than we need. And, you know, it's it's kind of that situation. And I think you made a good point too about the, the, the stockpiles and how farmers had to X amount of their crop goes to uh, supplies, goes to long-term storage, things like that uh, in order to obtain those subsidies, right? Um, but you know, so what do you do with the stockpile when it's full and you have to add more to it? You have to dump the old stuff, right? So maybe that's what we're seeing. I highly doubt it. I think this is a controlled, I think this is a plan. Um, but in that video though, it did kind of look like, uh, somewhere in the desert, I'm assuming near the border, the workers did not seem to be, uh, um, I don't know. They it didn't look like a government operation. If I, you know what I mean. They seem to be like. Yeah. You what know, if it's uh, Bill Gates buying up all the baby formula before he get to store so that he can push his fake synthetic whatever the fuck he's trying to do with baby formula? Well, it's the same oh, thing with geez. meat. Dude, they're doing the same thing with meat, right? They're killing off cattle. They're killing off uh, poultry. They're killing off uh, hogs uh, in in vast numbers. Before whatever reason, they can't feed them or they got sick or whatever it is. Uh, and, and then we see all this advertisement, uh, and this propaganda for synthetic meat and bugs. I mean, I think, and, and as soon you'll, you'll have to, they already have a product where you don't even have to have, it's a at home, like test tube baby. Like, have y'all seen that where it's like this little pod that you put your like fetus in and it just grows in there and you watch it. It's like a glass thing. Okay. I gotta show you guys this. Like, that sounds oh, fucking um, no. I'm just saying everything's it's, it, look, I mean, it's like the worst version of star Trek, right? Where you can just, in star Trek, they didn't have enough, a way to feed everybody on all these planets. So they invented the replicators, right? Which is like just taking atoms and reconfiguring them into whatever you want, which is in theoretically entirely possible. Um, so we're, it's like we're seeing the worst of that, though, where you just take – it's everything's artificial. Your your meat, your babies, all this stuff. That way you don't uh, – the things like uh, – it's separating you from your food, from your family, from all this stuff. Because if you have a baby growing up in this little pod in your living room while you're you know waiting for it to be ready to pop out of the oven, it's like – well, there's no connection there. You know what I mean? So let me try to find this. Y'all, y'all hear, let me hear y'all's thoughts about it while I try to find this. It reminds me of Blade Runner. Like everything's synthetic, but you can't tell that it's synthetic unless there's like a little barcode hidden on it somewhere. Like we're moving towards the future of Blade Runner, bro. <laughs> oh, dude, I typed in, in. I really don't want to think about this shit. <laughs> this like is the shit that creeps me out the most. Oh, I'm sorry. Is recreating dude. human life or like cyborg <laughs> and, human hey, life this outside is, the womb. That's not even where I meant to go with this, but the 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 conversation Ooh. was flowing and I, it brought me there. I was so just, creepy. So I I typed in in home. Ain't, uh, baby incubator and exactly what I wanted popped up. Let me play this. This will be our little bonus clip Holy for the night. Shit. So here we go. This concept incubator grows babies at home. And everyone wears yellow shirts. It's designed to replace <laughs> the womb and pregnancy. The see-through pod sits in your living room. You're like, it's like a house plant. Oh my God. Parents would be able to live their lives normally. Okay, pause. What's not normal about having a baby? That's part of life. Continue. They can watch the fetus grow in the pod. Holy fuck. How gross was that, dude? It has a dock to insert food. You have to put food into it. 
Once this happens, men are done. There's a microphone to speak into the fetus. It's like your Xbox headset. <laughs> the product is just an idea at this stage. Oh okay, sure. It was thought up by students at Product Design Arnhem. So is it possible? Okay, so getting on a whole other topic about yes, this, sort this of. Hold on, we gotta finish. We gotta finish this one. Uh, yes, sort of. Healthy lambs have been delivered from a bio bag. That's sous vide. The bio bags have never been tested with. It is sous vide, dude. But technology is advancing, so it's only a matter of time. Oh my god. Pods like this could replace surrogacy in the future or regular pregnancy. Oh my god. The tech could also be used to help premature babies. Oh my god. Okay, we can stop it there. Shane, what were you going to say, dude? Oh my god. Okay, so you know how I'm always talking about the like wokeism trans thing and that, you know, theoretically you won't have to worry about them in a couple generations because they can't reproduce. Well, can't really say that anymore. <laughs> yep, just just grow them at like literally like a fucking a fishbowl or a house plant. That's essentially what it is. Like, Dude, that shit made my stomach drop. Like, I didn't even want to believe that was real. It sounds like an this, ad I from, saw, like, a sci-fi movie. I saw this, like, a year ago, dude. This what is interesting. Fuck? This idea just really came to me right now. Do you think this is the main divide over Roe versus Raid or Dobbs versus Jackson? Like, if we... You can abort like, the baby if it was never in your body. Right. Sorry, I cut you off. No, <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm trying to get it's at? It's like, like if, 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 if you... If you because the, the biggest thing is like, oh, I don't want to go if through that. If it's a lie from the beginning, then there's a responsibility for it from the beginning. But if you could terminate it at any point, including up to birth, that means at any point during that womb bag, you could abort that fetus also. Or it might be that's that's where you get your babies from. It's like you just it's like that Demolition Man movie where they have sex with the with the mind uh, goggles and then. Uh, you know, uh, you you t- you put in your fifty nine ninety nine to Amazon, and uh, they they insert your DNA that they already have on file with your uh, partner's DNA that they already have on file, and it just it, it replicates that in this pod. You don't even have to like nut into the pod or anything. It just it all happens there. It's like a replicator, but for humans. Well, like what about a food- the flip side? Like where it's like an embryo, then the woman doesn't want it, and then the the doctors are like, okay, you have to give it up to like. A science lab for in vitro life. Oh, so so okay. This is interesting. This is what, I've thought about this for a long time. A while ago, I read a book series called Unwind, and um, the whole premise of the book was uh, it's post World War uh, Civil War II in America, and the war was fought over pro life versus pro choice. So the compromise was that all children have to be born, and you have up until the age of thirteen to abort them. But instead of being aborted, uh, no, not between not thirteen, uh, between thirteen and eighteen. So they have to live thirteen years, and between thirteen and eighteen years old, you can uh, what they call unwind them, where they harvest your body for parts for like uh, the medical system or whatever. So that was the compromise because I'm sure the in the book the conservative movement thought, oh well, then you know people won't change their they'll they'll change their minds because they'll actually get to like have to raise the kid and love it and stuff. Um, and so that's, that's, and that's a thought, right? Is that what kind of what you're saying is like, oh, you want to abort your baby? Okay. We'll just put it in this pod then and we'll do with it what we choose. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, at at that point too, you know, we're always talking about the, like them trying to patent people so that people don't have rights. 
if somebody is made within one of these things, even if it's taking DNA from two people, but it's made through there, would they be able to like patent that human being and essentially be able to oh, strip all rights away? I'm sure it would. Generations if they're all produced in that way. Uh, and as Mars Bars BTS recording just said, hashtag Amazon fetus. <laughs> and that's the title of this episode. <laughs> that's so great. Oh man. Um, yeah, no, Shane, you're a hundred percent right. I do. But I, they're already, we're already seeing that. I mean, the Congress is passing a, or debating a bill called the, uh, you know, anti-genetic discrimination bill where like they, you know, based on your genetics, because we're moving towards like artificial people and you can't discriminate against them. And soon there'll be a robot discrimination bill like Futurama, where, like you can't discriminate against the robots, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's all going to be that dude. I, pro I promise dude, in our lifetime, yeah. we will see that we will see this little baby pod in, in, in homes in our lifetime. I guarantee it. That's fucking horrifying. That's like some terrifying. black mare shit. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. Any other thoughts, guys, <laughs> before we wrap it up? Because this is going to get dark fast if we keep going. Well, black mare stopped because they couldn't come up with any more episodes because it already met up to now. I just want to put that out. <laughs> that would take a few years off. If at any point they're just giving my ideas now, so maybe they're like, "Fuck, all right, we need to stop doing this." <laughs> Jesus, dude, Jesus. Um, yeah, I could keep going on that forever, but maybe I'll do a show about that sometime. Uh, but that's insane. Uh, and I, obviously, I meant to just talk about the baby formula and you know basically the, how they want us dead, but uh, quickly it devolved into uh, fetus bags. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's a still very true. Still, that, you know, fuck the babies think, and they want us all dead. Yeah. Everything we talked about tonight was like, I don't know if you guys came up with the topics like beforehand and what I came up with, but it just all came that's usually, together kind dude, of perfect. So it usually flows seamlessly like it did tonight, or it's completely off the fucking wall where it's just like <laughs> the, clip, the clips do not jive at all. Like when we had Ahmed on, he brought up like porn directors and stuff. But even then we were able to make connections uh, to the other topics. So I, I think it just I think it happens, dude. Um, we didn't talk about any current events necessarily, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, dude, great show, guys. This was fun. This is a good one. Art of communication and conversation. It's a thing that I keep thinking <laughs> about lately that honestly – it is like an art form to be able to just have these like free flowing style conversations, especially when you're like doing a podcast and you learn not to have like the spacing like you would in a normal conversation where everybody's just quiet for a couple of minutes and then they start back up. Like, well, it, there's a there's a trick and there's an art form to well, it. Well, and I think it's, it's awesome. interesting sure. with the, the how this how this you know big dumb increase has kind of played out. It's like when we started the show, and I, I as I say on most episodes, like we're building the show as we go. Like we don't know what it is. We just started it, and we and it has quickly evolved um, to like this. And I think it works out perfectly where we don't discuss these topics beforehand. You just send me the clip uh, when I you know, and the day of, and then we go into it blind. And uh, it works out pretty fun, uh, just like it's it always did fun that way because people get really passionate about whatever topics you're talking about. Or Shane, they know what's coming. Or Shane like that will book. bring yeah. something up to intentionally piss me off, <laughs> and I'll just <laughs> scream for five minutes. But uh, think, you know, thankfully I, I kept it kept it together tonight. Um, we need to uh, go get the no agenda jingle, the clip of the day. Oh, do we can't steal? We can't steal that. We'll make our own. Um, but yeah, we need to absolutely. come up with like a pissed off Kyle clip or something. Where as soon as you start Dude, getting on a rant, I have need, like, over a. Hundred episodes that you could we can pull from, so let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. 
So, uh, well, Cosmic Marauder, thank you so much. Um, I want to just thank the chat real quick, too. Thank you for bringing some of your listeners over. Uh, Mars, sure. Bars, BTS, very fun guy. Fast Joe, Kerrigan, my boy Ben Woke. Uh, and then, of course, the user has been banned for naughty words. We appreciate you. Uh, if y'all haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this channel. Uh, and you can, uh, you know, get notifications for when we do another one. So, uh, Cosmic Marauder, tell me a little bit more. Tell people where they can find you, what you got going on, all your socials, all that good stuff. And, of course, send me the links after, and I'll put them in the show show notes. Yeah, um, you can find me at FreeJerry88 on Twitter, America Unhinged Radio on all major platforms, including Spotify, PodcastIndex.org heart radio podcasting 2.0 baby oh uh, yeah hell yeah uh wild west weekly that's the true crime in new mexico podcast to try to get off the ground i would really appreciate some audio downloads on that but that's basically it cool dude well send me all the links and and dude i'll have to get like your number or something after this we can maybe meet up and maybe i can help you with some of your uh, investigations dude uh, oh hell into, yeah that'd be uh, fun it, we could go down to marfa one day i would love to do that dude that's something uh how far that away I, are you guys from each other you like four or five hours that. maybe i think i'm those four hours yeah yeah we're pretty close uh podcasting wise fuck yeah that's close we can meet up at tuka carry old west style or fucking you know? uh uh what's what's the uh big mountain called for not not santa fe not Albuquerque, what is it called? It starts with an R. Rio Doso. We can meet in Rio Doso. Oh, that's dude. in the south. That's by my family. That'd be great too. Yeah, dude. Well, we'll make we'll we'll figure something out. I think it'd be fun. I think there's a couple other uh, New Mexico podcasters out there as well. So, Hell um, yeah. uh, the only speaking other speaking of podcaster meetups too, Ghost and I were joking about this, but we need to come up with a podcast meetup that's we figure out everybody that's involved, we find a location that's pretty much dead ass in the middle of everybody, and we find a location where there's cryptids and shit, and we just do. A podcaster <laughs> cryptid hunt. Can't dude, I would love to do that. Dude, we'll just end up that. in fucking Kansas or Nebraska, dude, because we're all That's spread true. out. We're everywhere. <laughs> what we should do is pick a cool place that some of like us New might Mexico. that some of us might have to fly to some of us could drive to i mean that's what we did in uh november of last year was we had a podcast meetup in denver uh with janet and the patriot party podcast and uh andy from that. the deep share uh i went and i went early because i was going to propose to my uh girlfriend at the time but she got so we went early and she got covid on the way there, like somewhere she caught COVID and got really sick. Well, I mean, I say she caught COVID. She got really sick uh, when we got there. And so we had to cut the trip short. So I didn't even get to meet anybody. But uh, I did recently meet uh, Mick and V. Lynn from the Patriot Party podcast. They were driving through Amarillo. And uh, we stopped and got some drinks and some food. And, dude, it's awesome meeting podcasters in real life. I've also met Frantic Missy. She came to a, a tinfoil hat comedy show in Dallas. That was cool. Um, so it's dude, if you can meet real people in this community, they might seem weird at first. Uh, cause, but admit it, we're all a little fucking weird, but once you get, uh, yeah. you get to know each other, it's, it's pretty fun. So we'll have to figure something out. So, um, I guess with that Shane, um, where can people find you brother and your new stuff going on? Okay. So I think we should start doing a little spiel at the end where we do like a quick little open minds media thing, but we can do that team together at the end. So as far as my end goes, uh, increase of our reality, same as usual. Swapcast style with this podcast, so you know it's on Kyle's feed, it's on my feed, so bounce around, come check it out on either feed. And if you want um, Cosmic Marauder, I can send you the audio as well if you want to put this out on your feed. I'll send that to you. Yeah, I would love that. But uh, just bringing it up again, I got a new show starting up with Ghost uh, called Bizarre Encounters with Ghost and Shane. It'll be coming in September. Go- ghost so from who? People might not know who Ghost is. Ghost from what's what's Ghost to? 
My Third Eye Podcast. There you go. Thank oh, you. Oh, sick. So shout out to Ghost. And then uh, let's see what other stuff's going on. Then always, you know, releasing two episodes of my show each week. Um, so, you know, if you want to come get merch, subscribe to the Patreon, anything like that. Uh, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash Inquiries of Our Reality Podcast. And then uh, I guess we can both kind of end in and then feed into you with uh, what's going on with Open Minds Media. Do you want to do the spiel or you want me to run it? Well, I, dude, I've been away, so you tell us what's been going on. <clears throat> so, updates on Open Minds Media. Um, if anybody's interested in coming and checking it out, uh, we don't just have a creator side now. We also have a listener side added to it. Um, so, we're trying to expand on that to just kind of get some overall interaction. Um, so, <clears throat> say you're a creator and you want to come and join the creator feed. On there, you'll find different... Uh, avenues of help questions uh you can interact with other people that are the same type of creator as you uh, to figure out you know interconnect with everybody all that kind of fun stuff just all the like behind the scenes style stuff i will um, say that the technical help and stuff like that on there has been great as far and like the research side of it too like people aren't afraid to post up their research and what they're working on and uh, you find that a lot of people are, are have a lot of knowledge on stuff that you might not have known. So that's a good place to find out if you if you are a podcaster or what. Even if you're an artist, I've seen artists on there hooking up together, working on stuff. So uh, it's a great place to find uh, different people and uh, similar creators as well who are working on the same stuff you are. Yeah, we got some musicians on there. We got podcasters. We got authors. Uh, docu people who do documentaries. We got bloggers. Just a good mix of everybody. And then if you're looking for like topic conversation about cryptids, aliens, UFOs, updates on new episodes, we have the listener Discord, which you know hop on there, um, intermix with people. I guess in the same way, it just wouldn't be kind of geared towards just specifically creator stuff, more so like topic style stuff. And then uh, for also on the listener end, we have the featured content feed. Uh, which is essentially every week we post a new episode featuring a different type of creator. We do a little bio on them so you can get to kind of know them a little bit. Um, and then <clears throat> each episode of that feed is a different episode of people's shows. So if you're a listener, you want to find some new shows to listen to, um, it'll just kind of expose you to just all these and, different uh, creators. And on, on that feed too, we'd love to have like uh, like authors, like maybe read a chapter <clears throat> of their book or something like that and uh, post that on there so people can get a little taste of what they're working on. And then um, we, we, we're working on having a, some sort of a media feed as far as like videos or, or pictures for uh, featured artists and video creators as well, just to have that on there. So stuff we're working on, but it's a great place. And uh, uh, I guess with that, I'll go to, uh, yeah, it's Kyle with the Big Dumb Podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in, for being here. Uh, I'm working on kind of a, a rebranding of the show, both in the name and logo and format of the show. Uh, it's, uh, as my good friend Amit said, you are no longer dumb. It's time for an upgrade. So I'm going to work on uh, <laughs> some name changes and some rebranding and, and uh, restructuring of the show. But speaking on that real quick before you continue on, um, if anybody's curious, when he updates his name, more than likely this show name will no, also we, get updated. So it's a mix of both of our we names. keep it the same, dude. I like it. I like it. We'll figure that out. We'll see what happens. But but just just the possibility, just so it's, the listeners know, if the name changes, the show you know, it may or may not happen. Anything is possible. So, and yeah, with that, so just keep uh keep uh, uh I'll keep you guys updated with that. But for now, I'm still putting out episodes as a big dumb podcast, all the good stuff. And uh, yeah, guys, great show tonight. This was fun. Um, we'll see uh, <laughs> if we stay on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> this was fun though. But, Sorry, uh, guys. Oh, you're good, dude. We all kind of <laughs> biffed it tonight in a good way. I, I, I hate that we have to do that. You know what I mean? It, it really does suck. So uh, makes it that much better. Absolutely. And uh, Marauder, we'll have to uh, do a show just you and me sometime 
uh, and uh, go deeper into some of these topics. But everyone in the chat, everyone listening uh, after the fact, thank you so much. This was Big Dumb Inquiries, and I will uh, play us out. Thank you guys so much. Well, Have a good night. before you go, don't forget to follow all of us on social media and drop some awesome reviews for us. We'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Links will be in the description. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night. Later. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. <laughs> Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.